You're listening to Nothing Required, and I'm your host, Sarah Ann Rogers. This podcast is specifically crafted for the woman from whom life requires a lot. For the next 10 minutes, I pray that you can listen, breathe, and release all your holdings so that you might receive a moment of peace and some presence. At the end of each podcast, we finish with a mini meditation, and that is the last thing that you take with you. Take it and use it and revisit it throughout the week as often as you need. If you sign up for my newsletter at sarahannrogers.com, you can also download the corresponding wallpapers for your phone. I would love to connect with you on Instagram at sarahannrogers. Feel free to message me and let me know that you are listening. And if you love listening to this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend and reviewing it on Apple Podcasts. Okay, it's time for us to begin. Take a deep breath and shake those shoulders out. For the next few minutes, this is all for you and nothing else is required. I feel a lot like myself when I'm out in nature. Now, this might sound quite depressing when I tell you that my most often used function is not doing anything particularly natural. My actual job is to take care of, serve, and pay attention to the four people that live with me. My next job and hobby is to write from a desk with paint peeling and hope that my children stay long enough, quiet, that I may get a few sentences out. That is myself too, of course, whether or not I feel it. But I think it does matter that the times that I find a great amount of peace are when I'm noticing the things God made out in the world, whether that be paying attention to the lines in the bark of a redwood tree, taking deep breaths as the sun sets over the ocean, or filling my lungs with crisp air as I listen to the bird sounds. I don't know if you can tell, but I live in the Bay Area of Northern California, and it's almost against the rules not to love the nature here. If you listen long enough to this podcast or read my words or just become my friend, you'll hear me say in a hundred different ways that I really do think God speaks to us through a multitude of things, that he's whispering all the time and pointing things out if only we would slow down enough to see. So I think that noticing this draw to silence matters for a few reasons, mostly because of what it tells me. First, I think it tells me about myself specifically and my makeup. It tells me that I get energy from solitude. Here's a funny story. I used to think that I was really extroverted when I was a teenager because I had my own room in which I read thousands of pages and wrote thousands of words all by myself, completely alone. I then had energy to interact with people since my alone time was safe And I therefore translated that as extroversion. Oh, the things that marriage and parenting and growing up have taught me. I am not an extrovert. I am a total introvert. I need to recharge by myself in solitude with quiet. Yet knowing how I recharge and where I'm at my best allows me to stay healthy. Seeing these things and becoming self-aware Of course, it doesn't mean that I get to build my life around my preferences. That's rarely possible. And honestly, I don't believe that we should be at the center of our own lives. 
I don't really want to be that person. And frankly, I don't like being around people who are self-centered either. However, when I'm depleted, I can pay attention and notice that perhaps it's because I've been around too many people or haven't breathed in a full hour of fresh air by myself in maybe too long. I mention this not to single out people like myself, but because I really am a believer in paying close attention to our lives and applying what we learn. God made you in a really specific way, and some things are going to energize you just as others will drain you. This is not bad. This is not good. It just is. Understanding this can become a tool in our toolbox, helping us to know how to connect and come back to a little more balance if such a thing does exist. But beyond informing me about myself, taking time alone, into quiet, away from social media or interaction or work, and seeking out silence holds another, more important, and more universal lesson. It reminds me that in solitude, we still matter as people. In silence, there's presence and joy and peace to be found. Silence is not something I can work for or earn, and you either. In fact, it's really truly the complete opposite. It takes a type of surrender to sit in silence. It's a surrender to leave behind the noise of it all, even my own noise, and listen. In silence, I find myself coming back to a sense of center, and I feel things within me leveling back out. I trust that this is because I carry the Spirit of God within me, and I ask Him frequently to make Himself known. For a long time, I worried about every thought I had, whether or not it was right or okay or good, until a friend and mentor reminded me that the Spirit of God was with me and that I nurtured this relationship. So why wouldn't I trust it? Why wouldn't I assume that God's Spirit would give me peace about the right things and convict me of the wrong ones? Of course, this is all done in conjunction with reading the Bible to get to know God's voice and seeking out people who speak wisdom into my life. But I think it's really easy for me to forget that outside noise is not the only way that God speaks. I've often been drawn to one specific story of the prophet Elijah in the Bible. This one you can find in 1 Kings 19 if you want to look. Elijah was waiting on God to speak. This was his job. God would speak to him, and he would speak to the people on God's behalf. At this moment, God had told Elijah to go stand in front of a mountain. I can only imagine what Elijah was expecting, what I would be expecting if God had told me that he was going to speak to me and I was to stand in front of this massive, majestic landform. There was first this really large windstorm that literally knocked rocks loose from the mountain. I'm sure that Elijah thought, this is it. This is the time God's going to speak. But God didn't speak through that. After that followed an earthquake and a fire, but even then, God didn't use those things to speak. God spoke in a whisper at the end of all the chaos. A whisper is a sound you have to be quiet to hear. Perhaps I love this story because I'm really sensitive to noise and pretty partial to quiet, as I said before, but also I really like it because I need to remember this quality of God's. I need to remember that God can speak to me personally and that I don't have to perform for him to do it. 
I need to be sure and comforted that God is in the quiet too. It's not something to fear, but to cherish. It's not something to run from, but to sit and observe. I really like when we can refer to silence as a practice, because I think that's exactly what it is. For some of us, we crave it, and then others of us might feel awkward or uncomfortable. But that's okay. I want to talk more about practices like this in another space very soon. But I just wanted to say right now that practicing silence is a good thing, and maybe you could consider it. Literal silence, I mean. Maybe set a timer, maybe walk outside by yourself, and listen, take a deep breath. But getting back to the lessons that silence gives us, literal silence and other kinds, the kinds of silence that come when we quiet our media intake or when we're living our everyday unseen and unapplauded lives, that is a kind of silence. These forms of silence can teach us a similar thing, that we don't have to fill every space with our own self or our own effort. God can do that. I realize that that could sound very strange and poetic, so I'm going to try to rephrase. Security in God's power and presence and goodness means that I don't have to try to conjure up any of that on my own. Silence is just a reminder that I get to rely on Him for these things, that God has so much within Himself, and that He created the world for goodness and maybe even enjoyment, and I can rest in these things. We don't have to create excitement or drama or run from hard things either. God's presence is a safe space to sit and be, for he is in control. When we choose to rest our working hands and brains and turn down the noise, we can find a sort of special rest in the surrender to silence, in trusting God's goodness and his plan and finding his comfort. If you can go for a walk or get up five extra minutes earlier or turn off all the actual noise for just a moment, I do encourage you to do so. Listen to yourself, to whatever thoughts and feelings arise, and hold them openly in front of God. Listen for His whisper and let Him fill the space. Sometimes God uses the big and bold and sparkly parts of life to point us in a direction, but He also is in the habit of using the regular, the quiet, the small, and the daily to teach us and prompt us and stir us and comfort us. We can look to him in the silence, in the mundane, and we can expect him to speak. It's time for our weekly mini meditation. Of course, the meditation corresponds with each week's podcast, and it's something that you can take with you as you go. Here's how it works. I'm going to repeat it a couple of times, with a little bit of space between the repetitions. It's just one phrase, and we're going to say it so that it can hopefully settle into you and become more true to you. Also, we're going to take just a minute, hopefully, to let you release the things that are stressing you and the tensions that you are holding and receive truth and comfort and grace. All right, without further ado, let's get started. This week's meditation is this. Solitude and silence are gifts that can help me hear both God and myself a little more clearly. Take in a deep breath 
and give yourself a minute to release it. I'm going to say it again and I want you to sit with this truth and accept it as your own. Let it speak to you in the way that you need it. Solitude and silence are gifts that can help me hear both God and myself a little bit more clearly. I hope that you feel a little bit more peaceful, that you can find some solitude, some silence, and that if your life feels a little quiet right now, that you can accept it and see the gift that you maybe can hear the whispers of God, the whispers he's trying to help you hear and understand in this season. We'll see you next week.